Thanks for listening to the Her Podcast. We are back diving in with this topic called rearranging for the month of August. And I'm super honored to introduce you to today's guest speaker all the way from British Columbia. Her name is Kyla Ritchie. So hi, Kyla. Thank you for speaking on the podcast today. Hi, Holly. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited just to kind of hear your story and your thought process when it comes to um, this topic, because I feel like it's it's just very different with different girls, you know? And so with the topic of rearranging, before we jump in, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, especially with volleyball, um, and then we'll get started. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so yeah, my name is Kyla Ritchie. I am originally from a little town called the Sunshine Coast um, on the coast of BC in Canada for all the American listeners. Um, I have played sports. Um, Athletics has been a huge part of my life growing up and went to UBC uh, University up here in Vancouver to play volleyball and also simultaneously was playing for our Team Canada volleyball national team so I've been doing that for over a decade and after I graduated from uh, university I went to play professionally abroad which usually takes us predominantly into Europe and Asia and the last few years I've kind of been in South America as well so it's this worldwide travel escapade that I'm constantly um living on which has been like it's so fun but of course has its challenges it's not as pretty as uh can some people think it think it is although it is such an awesome and rewarding job but yeah volleyball has been kind of the forerunner of my life just in terms of how my year to year is running and being scheduled I guess we Mm -hmm. have team Canada I would say essentially from April or May going all the way until September, October, depending when the last tournament is. And right away, um, you're overseas, sometimes with a coach or with teammates that don't speak English. So you're really having to kind of rely on whatever you're relying on um, to bring you through some of these difficult times. And we're in our pro years until, again, until right until April. So we usually don't really have a lot of spare weeks in between or downtime or off seasons, I guess. We're kind of Mm -hmm. straight in from national team to pro and from year to year, we're changing where we're going to play around the world. So it's a pretty, again, a really unique situation. And um, the world of professional sports is like pretty wild, especially coming from Canada or the United States. People just do things a lot differently than we do. That's awesome. So was was volleyball like your dream growing up as a little girl? Like it's something you kind of knew you were going to do? Yeah, I would say mostly. I knew I wanted to be some kind of athlete. Mm-hmm. I, I did lots of sports when I was younger. Um, track and field and soccer were kind of my favorite things growing up. But then mm-hmm. I just had this like insane growth spurt and um, eventually found volleyball and was like, okay, this is a much better fit for me. But yeah, um, yeah, I was kind of in high school. I kind of, uh, I guess, realized that this would kind of be my path or something that I wanted to pursue um, wholeheartedly. So yeah, that's awesome. So born and raised an athlete and you pray, play <laughs> pro ball. That's amazing. I love your Instagram too. I'm like such an influencer too, with just, you have hands on deck with all these athletes around the world that you get to just, you know, meet and greet and kind of mm-hmm. influence, which is such a cool tool. Um, yeah. so I guess with this topic, we're arranging, it can go either way. Like you, you just share your heart and tell me what you think. So if you had to go back 
I guess let's do like high school before, you know, entering college or if you went to college or pro ball, um, who is Kyla in, you know, in high school when it came to, um, rearranging, was there anything like a relationship, friendship, family, something that you God kind of got rid of in place to give you new things? If you could look back, was there ever a time where you just kind of went through this detox season? Yeah, such an interesting topic. Like when you told me that that was what the podcast was all about this month, I was like, oh, it's going to be so awesome just to listen to all the other women that are sharing their hearts on this topic. Because again, like it's such a wide range of unique things that it's it's a really cool topic. And in high school, I wouldn't necessarily say there was maybe like one or two like specific things. But when I think back to high school, I just I just think of a really kind of narrow vision like kind of just small and of course our worldviews as we grow and age of course become bigger and yeah our scope of influence or the things that we learn or the things that we have access to is just much wider and I think that's something that's um, I'm just constantly having to rearrange things in my life and again through each kind of season and it's really unique because I have about two within the year, mm-hmm. um, starting with Team Canada as a new season and starting a new professional season somewhere abroad. You you kind of have to start anew every time you go into something. And, and if you have these preconceived notions on how it's going to be or maybe what something you did last year for better or for worse, I mm-hmm. always find it kind of holds me back. And mm-hmm. so if I was if I was back in high school, I would just say like to not really resist those resist the changes because ultimately that's what's made me grow um, throughout my life. And I actually, when I was in grade 11, um, two of my best friends passed away in a car accident right before the summer of my grade 12 year. And that was something um, that I obviously like really Mm -hmm. struggled with. And um, it was that was kind of the a pivotal point I would say in this like rearranging process where I had to like figure out who I was what I wanted to stand for where all my efforts were going but it's had to kind of constantly change throughout my life and throughout the seasons that I'm in and for sure like that was something that um, God put on my heart and there were some relationships that closed after the fact because either I wasn't I would say like readily available for certain friendships and they didn't take that well and so our friendship kind of just um sizzled out and that actually happened also I lost my brother um seven years ago and it was the same kind of thing you just I think trauma especially and loss like well you're just kind of forced to rearrange things you know like Mm -hmm. you're just right what now is going to be leading my life and what's at the forefront here and what am I going to make time for and it's not necessarily a bad thing I think we just think that that change and that reshuffle and reorganization is a bad thing and if we're losing time in one aspect and gaining time in the other that like we should rearrange it back to how it was but Mm -hmm. I don't actually think that's how we should be moving forward yeah. And I know for me too, like with the, I, I love change. So I'm like, oh, very unique. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know. I've always been like that. So I love change because I'm very like, what's next? Go get her. Like, okay, knock out things. But like, I have 
I just experienced, I guess what family and friends is like, a lot of us have that mindset of like, you know, we just get so settled and complacent with one position and we get comfortable. So whether that's sports, school, our career jobs or relationships, someone we're dating, like we just get to this place where we're so comfort, but, um, the, the, we, we can never grow in comfort. And so I saw this quote the other day on Instagram and it was like, you will never move in one position if you're comfortable and you're never going to grow in another position if you're comfortable. So it's like, we constantly have to be prepared to move because like you said, there's seasons, there's going to be good seasons, bad seasons, long seasons, short seasons. Mm -hmm. But I think having a perspective and a mindset change of when that season is over or when it's time to move to the next step or there's a loss in the family or a loss in friendships. It's like, we almost have to reset ourselves and, and like program our minds to be prepared to move forward. And so going into that, I guess that would be my next question is when you lost those two friends in high school and then, um, you know, losing your brother, that's a lot of trauma and, and having to reset and figure out which route to take in that moment. If you could go back to Kyla, then what would you tell her? Things that you know now, like if you could go back in that moment of rearranging, yeah. what's, what's some things you would just remind her knowing the things you know now? Yeah, I would just remind her to keep keep going, you know, like those tough seasons or the tough days or nights or hours, like they don't last forever. And especially with, with tough trauma like that, um, you think that you're, you're in that space and that hard feeling of depression or anxiety or any other mm-hmm. kind of like mental um, illness that kind of comes with that like great debilitating loss. You just think you're going to be there because you're like... I feel like this and there's no way that like tomorrow I'm going to feel even better. Um, and the, the biggest thing that I learned, of course, those, those days and um, seasons, like they do, you do get to the other side mm-hmm. and it's just kind of a comfort in knowing that. And I think I had experience um, pushing through that. And so I would just, again, remind my younger self that um during that during those tough times that you can just keep pushing forward you're strong enough to do that you also don't have to like pretend you have it all together mm-hmm. and um, that's a good one just feel like we I don't know we just push our feelings away and this the COVID crisis that we're in right now has been super eye-opening to me because I mean someone who has gone through this deep deep loss I'm seeing people kind of debunk their their feelings and thoughts of loss because they're like, well, you lost your brother and you lost your friends. And like, I just lost, I don't know, my job maybe. And they think it's less than, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, it's, we're all suffering some kind of grief during this. Yeah. No, nothing's greater than the no. other. Yeah. I, I agree with that too, because everybody walks through different paths and we all go through different things. And I think it's how we handle it too, but COVID has been great. I mean, for me and, you know, it's been an eye opener for me too, just to slow down Mm -hmm. and actually like, it's okay, Holly, if you had a bad day, it's okay. Like, cause I'm, I'm such a go-getter and fast paced and just, I sometimes don't slow down and enjoy the moment. So COVID has been really good when, I mean, I'm working from home, so nothing's really changed, but um, just to slow down and just process things. Because like you kind of said a few minutes ago, is like we don't allow ourselves, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to feel or, 
you know, we're too hard on ourselves or think, you know, oh my gosh, like if we could just get over this and go to the next, but I don't, I don't believe that's how God intended us to live. Like we have to heal and allow things to process too. And that's, that's the beauty of healing. Um, I guess my next question for you is going into pro ball. Obviously you meet women from all over the world and get to play with athletes, which is amazing. What is something in your um, volleyball career that you've had to rearrange? Like, obviously it's consistent. You play games and you tour and stuff, but what is one thing um, that you've had to rearrange while being an athlete? Yeah, that's a good question. And I mean, it's uh, the athlete dynamic with the balance of just life in general is super interesting. And especially when you add um, the professional title on top of it, like all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you're getting, you're getting paid to be there, you're getting paid to play. So the pressure is tenfold than if coming from a university where everyone is kind of on that same page, jiving, like makes it their day job to get along with all of their teammates. When you go play pro, there's none of that. And it's kind of like winning the lottery. If you have like a half decent normal coach that a knows what he's talking about, but B well, nobody actually understands women. (laughs) There's like a lot of old school male coaches that like, if you're used to a college atmosphere, it's super difficult. So I guess um, for me, the first couple of years, I really had to like step back from I guess the rat race of professional ball and like you can always be climbing the ladder. And I guess that's even in the corporate world, the business world, like what we're living in now, like you're just striving for more and a better league and a better contract and a better team. And at one point I was like, I I don't think that's going to make me happy in this, in my career. And so I kind of had to rearrange just my priorities and what I wanted to get out of my professional volleyball experience and Mm -hmm. I and it was actually after my brother passed away I mean as I said before there's like constant rearranging in my life especially after a huge loss but season to season it's kind of like well what am I wanting to kind of get out of this year maybe it is a better league or maybe it's not and therefore some priorities can shift and my focus can be something different maybe it wasn't the year before so yeah for after my brother passed away again, like kind of went through this a couple of years of like, do I even want to play? Um, is it worth it? Because again, like you just never really know. It's almost like questioning your purpose. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I actually like, I leaned into my faith, um, way more after this loss than when I lost my friends in high school. And that first loss, I kind of pulled away and actually like lost, my purpose and I guess my reason why it was kind of just in this like floating state throughout university and um and after I lost my brother it was again this rearranging of like okay I'm putting God first and like fully trusting him in whatever contract comes up some of those seasons were really difficult but I I knew that there was a reason why I was there um even if it wasn't like volleyball related I kind of looked to him thinking that if I share my faith with my teammates or if I'm like kind of bold in sharing with them what I believe, even if they don't like, that's totally fine. But just maybe, you know, planting seeds or I actually, when I was in Greece, uh, maybe five years ago, I met up with the church there and they met in the basement and they couldn't really be there. And it was just like from all walks of life. And I actually ended up getting baptized there 
That's um, awesome. What an experience. Time. I know. Yeah, that's so amazing. Crazy. And it was like the first time that I was like really in a, this like super small church that was just getting together and like really, really all about each other and just like praying miracles over one another. It was just crazy the way God moved. And I was like, you know, this is the last time that I'm not trusting his plan because it just Mm -hmm. always works out like even through COVID there's always something that we can learn and if we feel kind of that the depths of despair that just means we're we haven't got through the other side yet so I I don't know I just think that um I'm just constantly rearranging and like putting for me putting God and faith at the forefront just really propels me to have I guess that confidence in whatever situation or season I land in and and it was like pretty clear to me that I was supposed to continue to play volleyball and it didn't necessarily, I guess the purpose of me playing volleyball wasn't just to play. Like it was kind of to make those relationships and put my teammates forward and forth and be a really big part of the national team. And I was an older athlete on team Canada, so I could help some of the younger athletes that way. And so I kind of just, yeah, I guess I just rearranged priorities and instead of thinking like what I should be doing Mm -hmm. um, and what the people kind of at the top expect me to do or my teammates expect me to see I just thought you know like I'm just it's just a conversation between God and I and then through that you're aligned in your values you're aligned with him and your path and everything just seems it just seems to make way more sense yeah and I was gonna say something about that too like what I've noticed is like God gives God gives everybody favor too and so when you're lined up with the will of God and trusting in him he's gonna put favor over you so Mm -hmm. I've noticed for me just an experience like when I put God first whether it's you know before my day before the gym listening to worship music in the car like I'm not saying religious things I'm saying when I mentally and spiritually and emotionally and physically put God first before you know, making friends with people who aren't Christians or going to the grocery store or just whatever it looks like in your everyday Mm -hmm. life. Like God blesses you with favor and he's going to have favor of your life, which then favor puts you in positions that no man, like that you couldn't make on your own, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's almost like you as an athlete, like you trusted God fully and then he puts you in position, whether that is to you know, talk to your coach, meet other girls or play better or whatever it is. Like he blesses those moments. And it took, like, I kind of saw it over the years with myself, but then it took me kind of a while to realize like, oh my gosh, like if you trust God first and take that step, like he's gonna, there's gonna be favor over it. And like, I've, I've walked through doors that I couldn't have created on my own. And I know for a fact that they were God, you know? And so I think if we trust him just with the little things, like it even says in the Bible, just have a a seed of faith, you know, as small as a mustard seed, you know, that is so small. And I think we just sometimes think like this facade of like, Oh God, like trusting so hard, but it's really not. It's like sometimes trusting for me, it's not like I'm sitting on my knees, opening the Bible being like, God, I trust you. Sometimes I'm in my car Mm -hmm. And I just had a hardcore workout and I'm tired. I'm red. I'm sweating. I'm like, God, I just trust you today. Like, you know, or totally just driving in the car, listening to music, or it could be anything. It doesn't have to be this whole religious facade of something. It could yeah. easily be, you know, God, I trust you. So I'm believing the best for you as an athlete too, as you begin to walk in that, like God's going to use you and open doors that you honestly didn't think could be open. Yeah. And that's the other thing. You just like, don't really 
you just don't know where it's going to lead and you don't really want to know because the plans of course that you have for yourself are just like minuscule into what right the plans that God has for you so in that case like just let it all play out and I over the years same thing like have seen this over and over and over again so now mm-hmm. it's just like I don't need to try to grab control of the future of these plans like really it will just play out how it's supposed to and so there's just that part of it can just the anxiety can just fly away which is so nice yeah it's it's freeing yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah I agree well I guess my last question to wrap up the podcast for you um what are three things that you do now to keep you moving forward whether that's coming out of a rearranging season, coming into something new, um, any music, um, journaling, like what is what is your outlet? What are three things as the girls listen to this podcast that could help benefit them when going through, you know, season of change? Yeah, I am. I would I call myself like an extroverted introvert because mm-hmm. I can be extroverted when I need to and especially if you're in comfortable situations like no problem and if it's a short time I'm game mm-hmm. but to recharge I really need some alone time and that again over the past few years have been more comfortable saying no to certain things so that's mm-hmm. really helpful for me just moving forward because I do have a captain role on my team Canada and have a lot of other out- outlets that I'm mentoring other girls and doing things with other club volleyball uh, groups. So I have to be filled, you know, in order yeah. to help others. And I, it took me a while to kind of really realize that I also needed to create space for myself in order to create more space for others. That's good. So yeah. saying, I guess, no, just to free time up for me to fill my cup has been uh, really huge. And I'm also a big journaler. Same. Um, yeah, it really helped uh, after my brother passed away because it's just sometimes hard to talk about things, even yeah. if it's like an easy thing, but you just need to just get it all out there and write it down. Obviously, nobody's judging. So mm-hmm can kind of get it there but I've had a lot of kind of revelations through my writing as well where um, I'll kind of write down something that's been bothering me or something that I need to figure out and by the end of my little journal entry I'm like oh well that's the answer and it's just kind of God kind of will help me move in the direction that I need to go after I've been writing whether or not I know I know it or not just because I'm writing super fast writing super fast and then at the end it's just kind of clear. So that's been also huge. And um, yeah, and even just doing for rearranging, I even actually do like kind of list of priorities. Again, like I just love writing things down. It just makes it a little bit more concrete for me. And if, mm-hmm. especially if you are rearranging and kind of reprioritizing things in your life, just to write it down to solidify it and just to make it known to your soul that that's what you're going to be doing has has been really helpful for me and um yeah another thing is just getting out in nature because that's another way I um connect best with God as I know a lot of other people do um just kind of realizing like getting out of yourself and realizing that you're just like you're just so small Mm -hmm. huge world um but also like also so loved so I kind of get all of those overwhelming feelings when I'm out and about in nature and so that kind of always just puts me in a good place and keeps me on track 
That's awesome. No, I love all three of those. I, I have been journaling for a long time and that's like my outlet of like getting things out. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I like helpful. it is, it's so, and it's like, you can write down the, you know, the deepest things that really no one knows. I mean, I have a, I have a couple of close friends that I'll share things with, but I don't know, there's something with the power of words when you write down. And then the cool thing is, is like, as years go by, you go back to that journal and you're like, Oh my gosh, look what God did. Or look what I came out of. Like me and Holly, you were rough. And then two years later, it's, it's cool to see like the growth and stuff. So I highly recommend anybody listening, make sure you journal, even if you're not a pro writer, just it's just you just write yeah. it down just take notes do a mind map I also love yeah mind maps. those are awesome well thank you so much just for sharing your heart and what an experience you get to live with being a pro athlete in volleyball so I'm believing the best for you and that God's just going to use you huge I mean he's already using you you're already a natural influencer on yeah. social media and the court and um, just believing huge things for you that you have divine moments everywhere you go playing ball you know Thank you, Holly. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Well, thanks so much for um, speaking and sharing your story when it comes to rearranging. And thank you, girls, for listening. And make sure you tune in for next week. Bye.